The Albanese government's being urged this morning to embark on a range of unpalatable economic reforms to pay for massive spending already baked into the budget. It's come from the International Monetary Fund, targeting an overhaul of tax and spending programs, including the Stage 3 tax cuts and the funding of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, saying it is confident Australia has a narrow path to avoiding a recession this year. Let's get more on this. We're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, good morning to you. Big challenges on the table from the IMF uh, towards the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers. Let's just break this down a bit, though. What are the big ones? Yes, uh, good morning, Tom. Certainly uh, very big challenges, and the IMF is suggesting the sort of reforms that are usually poison for either side of politics, especially given the current cost of living pressures that every household's feeling. Looking at uh, things like raising the goods and services tax and broadening the base, uh, winding back capital gains tax breaks, so when people sell the family home, and reviewing those controversial stage three personal tax cuts that uh, favour higher income earners, which of course during the election campaign, both Jim Chalmers and Anthony Albanese said that they probably wouldn't be tampering with. Also, how to pay for the NDIS, as you mentioned, is another massive challenge as the $35 billion annual cost continues to balloon. We know that uh, providing critical support to people with disabilities is now an accepted part of Australia's economic fabric, but the IMF suggests it might need to be means-tested and there could be uh, co-payments to ensure that it's financially sustainable. The IMF also wants to see quite broad tax reform, getting rid of state stamp duties and replacing them with a property tax and doing something about a bracket creep that most people listening here would have experienced. But we know that major tax reform is something that both Labor and the Coalition have in the past uh, managed to put into the too hard basket. Okay, so what are the chances of seeing any of these reforms in the uh, federal budget? Well, Tom, uh, the Prime Minister has uh, already ruled out raising the goods and services tax and uh, previous governments uh, have also done that under Scott Morrison and Malcolm Turnbull and Tony Abbott. And back in uh, 2019, Labor ruled out plans to wind back capital gains tax breaks for property investments and uh, shares, which uh, cost Labor the election back in 2019. But the suggestions from the IMF do give uh, Jim Chalmers the green light to consider these tough options and the opportunity to manage expectations ahead of the uh, May budget, which really is where the rubber hits the road for some significant budget repair, which is needed after the pandemic. And preparing for softening economic growth, which uh, will be coming down to around about 1.5%, slightly higher unemployment, uh, with the IMF seeing what it calls a narrow path towards avoiding a recession uh, from surging inflation that the Reserve Bank's trying to get under control and higher interest rates around the world. So just how narrow is that path going to be given that, you know, around 800,000 people move off those fixed interest rates into a higher rates world, this mortgage cliff we keep hearing about? Well, Tom, uh, that uh, term uh, narrow path is the sort of jargon we've been hearing quite a bit from, and Jim Chalmers has been using that as well. But the former Liberal Treasurer, Peter Costello, who's now chairman of the federal government's future fund, thinks that fixed rate cliff is going to be a very big test of the narrow path theory. He says some households uh, will probably go to the brink or maybe default on their loans given more interest rate rises down the track. And he says that there is a risk that Australia might go 
we're very, very close to falling into a recession as people fall off that fixed rate cliff. Most people will be able to manage that, but there will be people who can't. And they will either have to try and extend their loans, or in some cases, if they're really overstretched, they may have to sell properties. That's the whole point of these uh, these rate rises. Now, can you manage to do all of that without um, driving the economy into recession? Well, that's the aim. <laughs> the aim is to do that without driving the economy into recession. It's Peter Costello, Chairman of the Future Fund, and our Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan is with us. While we have you there, Peter, the US Federal Reserve, uh, this was highly anticipated on global markets this week. It's raised interest rates again just this morning. Is there an end in sight? Well, uh, Thomas, you said no surprise that the Fed raised its main interest rate this morning by another quarter of a percentage point, but they've eased the level as expected. Remember, we saw much bigger rate rises last year of half a percentage point, three quarters of a percentage point to chase down runaway inflation in the United States. Now, while the level is lower, this won't be the last rate hike we'll see from the US this year. And this morning, Fed Chair Jerome Powell warned there will be more to come, given that while inflation has probably peaked and is falling, it's still running very hot. The inflation data received over the past three months show a welcome reduction in the monthly pace of increases. And while recent developments are encouraging, we will need substantially more evidence to be confident that inflation is on a sustained downward path. Although inflation has moderated recently, it remains too high. The longer the current bout of high inflation continues, the greater the chance that expectations of higher inflation will become Entrenched. It's Jerome Powell, Chair of the US Federal Reserve. Before him, the ABC's Senior Business Correspondent, Peter Ryan. Thanks for joining us. It's Thursday, the 2nd of February. This is ABC News Radio across Australia.